0: Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. Hashtag SAFM Viewpoint.
1: And thank you so much for joining us. Uh, in this hour, we're going to be in conversation with Mukudu Machaba, who is a foundation-phase teacher from Wanamago Primary School in Polokwane, Limpopo. And she has spent the last 17 years of her life as a teacher. And as much as teaching has brought her tremendous joy, she's admitted it was a career she was never interested in. And uh, earlier this month, Mukudu was named as a top 10 finalist in the Global Teacher Prize of 2020 which recognizes the best teachers in the world and it's now in its sixth year. The Global Teacher Prize Award is the largest prize of its kind and Mukuru said that she was delighted to have been recognized amongst the best in the world and as a foundation-faced teacher she's required to teach all subjects and she also has to identify the learners' abilities as well as well as their potential and also be able to unlock their barriers to learning before they can go on to the next phase. And Mukuru joins us now on the line. A very good evening to you. Good evening, Nomsa, and good evening to the listener. So, you were in the top 10 of this global competition that had 12,000 entries from 140 countries. How do you feel about receiving this global recognition?
0: As you said earlier, I feel very much delighted. This is mm-hmm. a great honor uh, for being recognized as one of the best teachers globally for the work that the teachers are doing. And it's not personally for me alone, it's for the teachers who are all out and giving their all to the profession.
1: Mm. as somebody who's now been recognized globally and you've been a teacher for 17 years and it was quite interesting to read that this was never your your first choice in terms of a career but how did your journey with teaching begin
0: uh, when I completed my matric in 1992 I didn't want to be a teacher honestly mm-hmm. but uh, I came to realize after two years of not studying, because first I had to study ed in 1995, and then I had to go to teaching because I realized when I was uh, at the technical college, I was still at N3, which is equivalent to metric, and I realized that if I don't go for teaching, which is the qualification that I can afford, I will end up without a profession. So I went there and did my 3 Diploma at the Soweto College of Education. And after completing, I stayed another five years without a job. But already the passion was instilled because I saw the difference. Because where I I I, I did my schooling, it was in a rural village with no resources. But when I studied at Soweto College, it was... Um, a different scenario because when i went to do practicals i remember my first school was Uvel community school and it was totally different from what i've i've seen in my life mm-hmm. so my passion started there that if this is the scenario it means it has to uh, accommodate all the children around the country mm.
1: and uh in, in your experience as a teacher, more especially at the foundational phase, how important is parental involvement, more especially
0: in children that are studying in township schools? Very, very, very crucial. Very, very crucial because um you, you will understand that those are the early ages. They come to school at five years in their reception class, which is grade R. Um, And before they can get to the intermediate phase, they are still eight years. So parents are really role players in the lives of the children. Working with the teachers will help unlock any barrier towards learning. You'll understand that today, as South Africans, we have a challenge of behavioral problems at schools. Mm. It's because... um, There are two entities which are not working in collaboration, which is the parents and the teachers. But if they can work in collaboration to assist the child and unlock the barriers and help the child to transit to the next phase, I think we can win the battle against what we see today in our society, the psychosocial problems that we are facing.
1: Mm. And, and how do you feel when um, the parents who opt to take um, their children to former Model C schools, where you find that children, um, you know, travel for, for hours to, to get to those schools that are out of their area? And, uh, and, you know, this also perception that township schools or rural schools are not good enough. What
0: is your reaction to that? It's very painful, I can say, because if you check the policies that governs the school, it's very excellent, right? Because we have the school governing bodies, which comprises of the parent component, the teacher component, Mm -hmm. uh, which are meant to build the school to the betterment of the child, of the South African child. So now, if parents are taking their children from their own community, it means they are not prepared to develop the level of education where they are. Hence, they take their children to the other schools where they think education is the best. Now, the question is, how best is that education? What makes that particular school to be the best schools? Why can they take into consideration the best practices of that particular school and bring it to their own schools? Schools within their vicinity and change the whole scenario. So now uh, another challenge I think is also it also goes with uh, leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can do away with the challenges of um, not recognizing one another, the parent component, the teacher component, the leadership of the school, if they cannot recognize that they have to work as a stakeholders who holds the same powers, then we are not going to win the battle against what we are seeing today.
1: Mm. Mukuru, please stay with us. We're going to take a break. And uh, dear listener, we are in conversation with Mukuru Machaba. She is in the top 10 of the Global Teacher Prize and uh, is also in the foundation phase uh, teaching children at that level. If you have any questions for her or are motivated by what she's achieved, you can call us on 011-714-2006. Our voice notes are on 61 410, 410 We'll be back.
0: Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105 FM in Pologuarne. Hashtag SAFM Viewpoint.
1: It is SAFM Viewpoint indeed and uh, Nomsam Luli standing in for Songhezo Mabekle. We are in conversation with Mukudu Machaba, a globally recognized teacher who was in the top 10 of the Global Teacher Prize and uh, we're talking about her life, her journey, the work that she's doing, more especially being a teacher in foundation phase. Um, Mukudu, welcome back. Thanks so much for staying with us. Um, Thank you, I, I like what you've said so far that also the education of a child a child is a collective effort and that everybody has to 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 play their part now a lot of the times more especially in township and rural schools um, children don't have the opportunity to go to creches or they are not exposed to your grade R and so forth where um, you know it also helps them in terms of the time when they get to grade one and I'm sure it must be such a struggle for you teachers at foundation phase when when a child has not gone through those um, very low phases as well. Tell us about your experience.
0: Uh, Personally, what I have experienced is if a child was not put up into the uh, reception class, they struggle a lot. Uh, Firstly, by socializing. And that is called, a child must be able to uh, be um, exposed to the environment that they are in. And my other experience is um, children are not uh, maturing at the same time intellectually. Mm -hmm. And what I have observed is when they come at those years between four and five years into the reception class, Mm -hmm. some are still confused. They don't really know Uh, there is this called school readiness so they are not school ready so it's a duty also of a parent to understand the school readiness of their children and if the child is not yet school ready it can damage their intellectual well-being to the core so that so, so they are not able to grasp to their academic performances so it's very important that parents understand their children as they grow up, we have what we call a clinic card with an APCA score. Mm. Uh, when, when a child is registered at any institution, uh, that APCA score must be checked because it says a lot about the child. Uh, is the child going to cope? Uh, was the mental ability of the child well? Uh, how did the child score at best? So if parents can understand that, they will also help the teachers to understand better. Because sometimes teachers find out that the child is not uh, well intellectually grown to proceed Mm. to the next phase. But because of the policy of uh, progression, uh, which is age cohort, so they just allow their children to progress to the next grade, which is damaging to them to an extent that when a child starts to realize and starts to be academically aware of themselves, they are already, um, how can I put it, they, they don't catch up because uh, they didn't get it well at the foundation phase. So it's very, very important that we work together with the parents and other institutions. For example, we have a policy called um, white paper number six, which is the inclusivity policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that inclusivity policy has a guideline called CIAS, which is screening, intervention, assessment, and support. Uh, we need to work on that. When every child gets to a school, they have what we call a profile. In the profile, we identify and write down what we observe from the child, and we negotiate that with the parent. And it's the duty of the parent to give us a go-ahead, to understand it better, to take their children to the therapist. Maybe the mm-hmm. child has a problem, a speech problem. Then they have to take their children to the speech therapist. And then when in other well-to-do schools, there are those therapists within the school. There are psychologists within the school. There are social workers within the school. But in schools like mine, we refer them to uh, those institutions, sometimes it's difficult Mm. for the parents to go there because financially they are not doing well. So if we can get support and Mm. work in uh, collaboration with our seniors to help those children, then we can cap the problem that we are facing when the child has to transmit to the next phase and Mm. do better.
1: Mukuru, just before I let you go, there is a voice note, somebody who'd like to congratulate you on your accomplishment. Thank you. Good evening, sisters. I would like to congratulate the educator for the good work that she did. Really, we often underestimate the foundation face educators, because most of the time as people, more especially in South Africa, we are over concentrating. On the metric results for getting that everything starts from the foundation phase thank you very much my sister you did a very good job thanks absolutely congratulations once again and thank you so much for for coming um on the show and sharing your insights with us thank you so much for hosting me Namsa. thank you to right. thank you so much